You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio 1025 WFLA. Now, live in studio, your host, local real estate expert, Laura Peterson. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're talking about title work and from contract to close. My special guest is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. How are you doing, Sandy? I'm doing great. Awesome. Um, before we get too started, we want to um, tell you about the free report that we're offering today, how to avoid 13 extra costs when buying a Central Florida home. Whether you're buying your first home, trading up to a larger one, or down to a smaller one, there are many costs on top of the purchase price that you have to figure into your calculation of affordability. These extra fees, like taxes, may surprise you with an unwanted financial nightmare on the closing day if you're not informed and prepared. So some of these costs are one-time fixed payments and others are ongoing monthly or yearly commitments. All of these costs are not applied in every situation, but it's better to know about them so you can budget properly. Buying a home is a major milestone, whether it's your first, second, or tenth. There are many small but important details, not to mention the stress and excitement to deal with during the process. The last thing you need to do is to have unbudgeted financial obligations. So again, our free report that we're offering today is called 13 Extra Costs to Be Aware of Before Buying a Home. To get your free report, you call um, toll-free 800-281-5303, extension 1008. You can call anytime, 24 hours a day, and that's 800-281-5303, extension 1008. As I mentioned, today um, my guest is um, Sandy Thompson from Equitable Title of Celebration. And um, how are you doing this Sunday morning, Sandy? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful morning. It sure is. So what got you into the business of title work? Well, sort of by accident. I started as a realtor many years ago when I first started having children. That proved to be too long of hours, and uh, so I switched to the mortgage business. I was a processor and then a loan officer. And then I just didn't like saying no to the clients because some people, you just can't give them a loan. So I had a friend that was in needed someone in the title business, so I tried that, and I liked it because I like to get everything together, the pieces and parts of it. Well, that's absolutely awesome. So um, how long have you been doing this work then? Uh, about 25 years in the Orlando area. Excellent. And I know that um, Equitable Title of Celebration is who you're with, and we use Equitable um, Title of Celebration quite extensively. Why... Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Equitable? Equitable Title is a privately owned and operated title company. We actually have six branches in the Central Florida area. Um, we are owned by an attorney. Um, they have been in the they've been open in the Central Florida area for about twenty years or now. I think fifteen to twenty years. So they're familiar with the uh, the, the market and they're familiar with uh, what we need to do to take care of the clients, because our major thing is customer service. There are a lot of title companies, attorneys that do the closings, but in our case, customer service is our number one priority. Well, in customer service, that's absolutely why we use equitable title. A lot of times, you know, you don't in every transaction because um, our clients aren't the ones who are choosing, but in the places where we can choose equitable title, is a lot of times, you know, who one of one of our strong recommendations, absolutely because of the customer service. And you know, if you've listened to this show at all, my main thing is totally about customer service, and so that's a huge thing. And Equitable has stood out all the time that 
I've been working with them to absolutely do that without a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what's the best advice that you received when you got into the business? Um, mostly just know your um, where to go to get answers because obviously you can't know everything. But yeah. to have the right people around you and the right resources to get the correct answers for the clients. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA 1025. The News Talk Station in Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Frontgate Realty, where your home is sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. This is the Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And today we're talking about title work and everything that has to do with that. And um, so I guess that when it comes to, um, you know, title work and all of that, um, there's there's so many things that come into play when it comes to actually doing the title work. And, and the fact that Equitable is attorney-owned is an important key. And that's, that's right um, in today's day and age because of all of the changes and everything that are being made that an attorney-owned is a big deal. Yes, that's correct. He can advise us and stay up on the current market and, and the different lawsuits that are out there that affect our business and affect the real estate in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we also are uh, affiliated with two large underwriters, nationwide underwriters, and they offer us a lot of resources as well. Yeah, and I mean, I think that what you said, you know, right before um, our little break thing was that, that you know, going to the right people and having the right resources that you can go to because, you know, you're always going to run into situations that you may not be as familiar with and that you need to go to for help. And, I mean, sometimes it's like you might know the answer, but still going and double crossing and dotting that I the second time and crossing that T the second time definitely helps. Absolutely. And it keeps us out of trouble, definitely. Uh-huh. And, and that's absolutely what we want to do. And so, well, why don't we just go right into it and talk a little bit about title insurance. Is, is There's two ways to do a title. I believe there's an abstract of title and title insurance. And title insurance is what we do primarily in Central Florida. Right. Originally, back in the early 1900s, what you received was an abstract, which is just a collection of all the documents of ownership that was on that property. And they could go back as far as the land grants. And they would go just go forward, look at, print all the documents up, an attorney would review it and would give an an opinion of title. But that opinion of title was only as good as the attorney that prepared it. Absolutely. So what we now offer, and this, I believe, started around the 60s, early 70s, was the title insurance, where you are insured from the point your deed is recorded backward. So it's a one-time charge. It's an indemnity policy that covers you for a clear title. If you Usually there's two policies issued, one for the owner of the property, mm-hmm. the buyer. Second policy would be if you were getting a mortgage or a loan. The lender's going to require a loan policy. Mm-hmm. So as the buyer, you are covered from that point backward for any errors in title, fraud, anything that that would cause a lien or something on the property that was not caused by you. The lender policy covers the lender as a, usually as a first mortgage, that their first lien position is is covered. So not all things would be turned in as a claim for a lender 
because it wouldn't affect the lien position, but it could affect the owner. So that's typically why you have two. Yeah, and so really what it does is that it gives you a peace of mind when you have a property that it's not based on anybody's opinion. It's totally based on, you know, like an insurance policy, if there was a fire in the house or whatever, Mm -hmm. that you're covered, you know, for any title defects. And obviously... Buying a house is a very huge transaction for most people. Yes. And in doing that, you know, it's like you want to make sure that everything is completely covered and that there isn't any exposure to anything that you weren't um, expecting, obviously. Right. weren't aware of. Because the, most people, this is one of their largest purchases they're going to have in their life. Yeah. So to have something happen to that purchase that was from 40 years ago is devastating. Absolutely. And you usually don't have the money to cure it or anything either. So that's what's really important when it comes down to that is that, you know, you really do have to make sure that your I's are dotted, that your T's are crossed or that you that this policy is actually, you know, in place. And like I said, in Central Florida, it's pretty um, standard that that's generally how we do everything here. Yes. And in other parts of the state, it might be different. But here, that's how we do it. And so that's why, you know, sometimes there are attorneys that are involved in the transaction Mm -hmm. and sometimes there aren't because this insurance policy kind of, you know, it doesn't replace the attorneys, but it does, um, you know, give you that assurance of what you're looking for. And peace of mind. And peace of mind. Right. Absolutely. So so those underwriters have legal counsel. And when you turn a claim in, that's what they do is they take their legal counsel and go to back to fix those problems. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And so, um, you know, and the the title um, insurance is generally paid by the person who um, determines the title company. Right. But um, if you'd like to get a hold of myself or Sandy, you can call or text 321-210-2692 and we'll see you after the break. listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back. Remember, the free report we're offering today is called 13 Extra Costs to Be Aware of Before Buying a Home. And to get your free report, you can call toll-free 800-281-5303, extension 1008. Call anytime, 24 hours a day. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And um, right before the break, we were talking a little bit about title insurance and how it works. And I think we kind of got that one, you know, covered. Is there anything else that you want to add on that a little bit or we're all good? I think we're pretty, we're pretty good on that. Okay, awesome. And, um, you know, basically what I'd like to go into now is that what a title agent actually does. Because, you know, most people think that when you're buying a house, that once you identify the house, that that's the end of the process. But in my opinion, that's really where it begins because there are so many things that can happen from the beginning to um, the end of actually getting to that closing table. And and I'm sure we both have plenty of war stories that we can go into. But, um, 
basically, you know, your job as a title agent, you know, what, what does that entail in, in the whole process? Well, the way I like to explain to people, because most people don't understand what title agent is, what a closing agent is. I'll have friends of mine that'll say, oh, I'm looking for a house. I want to buy one. I said, well, I'm not a real estate agent. Let me explain to you what I do. So we're the last person that people see when during the process of purchasing a home because we are the ones that make sure the papers are prepared correctly. Everyone sits down, signs their documents, and then we disperse all the funds. They come into our account, and we disperse them all out to the appropriate parties. Um, I liken my job to like a wedding planner. I'm kind of like the real estate planner. So you sign a sales contract with your agent. You go to a mortgage company, and you apply. In the meantime, as title agent, we're starting the process on our end. We order a title search, which uh, searches the public records. We're going to order municipal lien search. That uh, checks for code enforcement. We verify the homeowner association. We have to order any payoffs. So on this wedding planner thing, we kind of pull everything together. I Our job is to kind of coordinate between both real estate agents, the buyers, the sellers, the mortgage companies, and uh, anyone else that's involved in the transaction. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that, you know, have to be done. And generally when a title search is completed, there's a lot of things that come out that are some kind of an exception that has to be resolved before the property can actually close. You know, it might be a simple thing that's just a loan that the owner currently has that has to be paid off. And then there can be more complicated things that are involved in that as well. Right. Sometimes um, uh, someone will, will come in to me and say, oh, I'm selling my property. My grandmother left it to me. What they failed to mention is they didn't do any sort of probate. They just moved in and uh, started, you know, living in the house. So at that point, we've got to get an attorney involved because we have to do probate. So a, a lot of times I'll tell my clients, the realtors, that when you're take, talking to buyers and sellers and they mention some kind of odd situation, that you bring it to our attention right away. So at least we have time to correct or fix something that could cause a problem for the closing. And most things are fixable. You know? Yes, usually there's some way to fix it. Right. And so that's where, you know, the customer service comes in that we were talking about earlier, that really, you know, having the client's best interest at heart and mm -hmm. making sure that the deal happens. And, and in Florida as realtors, you know, generally we're considered transaction um, uh, uh, agents, which means that our, our, our goal is, is to get that transaction closed, you know, Correct. so that everybody ends up to um, have that happy ending that they're looking for. And that's what's really important when it comes to, you know, if somebody has their heart set on a house, the last thing that you want to have happen is to have title issues that come in and cloud it. And the contract's very clear as far as, you know, if there are issues, what has to happen. Right. And so, um, you know, there there is the opportunity for the seller to cure it. Mm -hmm. You know, most of the time the buyer has to agree that that's what they want to do, but that does actually happen. Yes. And... Um, so when, when they're, and, and like you mentioned, you know, like if um, there has been a death of somebody that's on the title, then there are things that need to be done in regards to that, like the death certificate and the probate and all of that yeah. kind of thing has to happen. Right. A lot of it depends on the situation. Who actually owned the property? Mm -hmm. who, which person died? There's different, um, situ different things that happen depending on how they hold title. <coughs> um, obviously, I'm not an attorney. I can't really give legal advice. But... Uh, we do have attorneys on staff that help us, and then I have certain attorneys that I refer people to. Because sometimes what happens if you are, if your main residence is, let's say, Massachusetts, and you have a summer home in Florida, if someone dies, they'll 
they'll do their probate in Massachusetts, but we have to do a uh, ancillary probate in Florida for just that property to mm-hmm. determine the heirs, to determine who gets the proceeds to the house. So all of that has to happen. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then when it, it does come down to um, costs, you know, there are costs that are involved in the um, closing process. And one of the things that I found that was, you know, I think refreshing for the state of Florida is that the title insurance rates are regulated by the state. Absolutely. We have what we call promulgated rates, which is the maximum that we can charge. And it's based on the sales price and then the policies that we issue. If we're doing one policy, if we're doing two policy. They also have what's called reissue rate. If you've owned a house less than three years and, you've, and you're selling it, you can get a discounted rate for that title insurance. If you have vacant land and have a prior policy, then that would also give you a discounted rate. And when you're refinancing, if you have an owner's policy, you get a discounted rate for that as well. Yeah, and so, you know, when it is regulated for the st- by the state, it just makes it kind of an even playing board. Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me, got this little cough in my throat right now. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA 1025, the news talk station in Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Front Gate Realty, where your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And we were, we were talking about the closing process and everything. And, um, you know, it's like what happens is it's, like you said, it's the wedding planner kind of approach that you have. But it is all of us working together. It's the realtor, it's the lenders, you know, it's um, the, uh, you know, the buyers and sellers that all have to be working together to make this deal work. And that's why it takes time. And generally, if um, there isn't a loan on the property, what's the time that it usually takes to, to close a house? Usually a week to two weeks, depending on what we find. If it's a clean deal, there's no title issues, we can get most of the things done within a week or two. And then if there and then if there's a loan, then it's it, at this point in time there's a couple of new regulations that are actually to the benefit of the buyer, and so it, at this point it's probably going to be about 45 days for that to happen, you know, from a uh, at this point. I mean, it it'll probably go down to 30 again, but at this point it's generally about 30 days, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say 30 to 45, depending on the type of loan they're getting. Uh huh. Um, yeah, with the new regulations that started, uh, it's it's to protect the consumer, which in the case of a loan closing is the borrower. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called, the, there was a government agency set up, it's called the CFPB, and they regulate those. So they've changed a lot of the forms that we use now. Um, anyone that has uh, applied for a mortgage after October 3rd of this year will be subject to the use of that form. It's now called a closing disclosure. It's a five-page form. And it is real user-friendly. If you, Even if you've never bought a home, you can understand completely exactly what happened. And this all came about because of our market crash, mm-hmm. when a lot of lenders just did not realize what they were getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it puts everything all together, and you have to get that form. I believe it's three days before closing, correct? Yes, the lender's response for making sure their borrower has that three days before the actual closing date. And that's federal federal law, so... There will be no no exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so um, with that, you know, the one thing that I found that was interesting, too, is that that can't come by email because people can share emails. So people have to actually, um, you know, receive it by the old fashioned way of mail or hand delivery or whatever, which um, makes it a lot more safer and everything, obviously, for the consumer and also makes it so that, um, 
you know, it, it, it makes sure that those dots, I's are dotted and T's are crossed like we were talking about earlier. Exactly. And one of the things that we had to do as a title insurance company, we have to be certified in best practices, which is a seven pillar uh, rating that you do. And so since we're certified, we got that done in the very beginning of the process. Awesome. Okay, if you'd like to get a hold of myself or Sandy, just call or text 321-210-2692 and we'll see you after the break. listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Remember, the free report we're offering today is 13 extra costs to be aware of before buying a home. To get your free report, go to or call um, 800-281-5303, extension 1008. Call anytime, 24 hours a day. Again, it's 800-281-5303, extension 1008. And joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And um, we were talking a little bit right before the break of um, one of the things that due to the new CFPB Act that um, the title companies need to be certified in seven pillars, which you guys um, are obviously. So what are those pillars a little bit? Well, hopefully I'll remember all of them. But one of them is consumer privacy. We have to have procedures in place to protect the consumer's uh, personal information. So we're supposed to work uh, on our desk with one file at a time, lock up the uh, documents and file cabinets. We have a shred company that comes once a month and uh, all the paperwork that we have that we end up, we don't throw it in the trash can, we put it in these bins that are locked and then they come and shred it in the parking lot so that we do the best that we can do to keep that personal information safe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the second things is insurance. We have to make sure that we have our errors and omissions. Um, we also had to purchase cyber insurance now with the, with the, everything that comes through online. We do have a uh, encrypted emails for the personal information that we have to send out. Um, the other issue is escrow accounts. All of our trust accounts are uh, reconciled once a month, and then we have to give copies to both of our title underwriters, and then they monitor looking for fraud or defalcation. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are protected. We uh, make sure all our licenses are in place. So I personally am a licensed title insurance agent. Each branch has to have a title license through the state of Florida. Um, we have to do our continuous education hours every mm-hmm. two years. Um, so all of those things are in place. We have uh, one of the other pillars was just making sure that we, in, in the case of a, a hurricane or some sort of natural disaster, that everything's protected. We have a uh, plan of what's going to happen in those cases. So it's really just it's really just good business sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they absolutely are. And one of the things that you mentioned that I'd like to spend a little bit more time on is the escrow funds because I know that when we're working with buyers, um, especially because they're the ones that have to send in the escrow money, and um, 
you know, when it comes to, you know, then wiring the funds, which, um, you know, how that all works, because the, the money is obviously a huge part of the transaction. And after um, probably several years ago, probably four or five years ago, it started that there, that people are not able to really use cashier's checks anymore. For the most part, the funds have to be wired. Right. That's correct. Because what ha- was happening, because for years, cashier's checks was just the same as uh, cash. But it was fraud, of course. Eventually, someone figured out how they could make a fraudulent cashier's check right. that they would give to us. And then three days later, oh, say we canceled the transaction. We'd wire it to them. And, of course, it's usually someone not in the United States. They were overseas. And then there was no way for us to go after anyone to get it back. So that's why most title companies and attorneys that do closings do not accept the cashier's checks because of the fraud. Well, and it actually is um, on our real estate contracts that it says all of the funds have to be collected funds. So, Correct. Uh, so a lot of times, you know, the money in escrow and all that can be, you know, a check, but it has to have the time to, to, cl- to clear. To clear. E- exactly. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then, um, you know, then then we'd have to extend the closing or whatever, which is kind of, um, you know, kind of a sad thing to inc- extend the closing for, but... The funds do have to be wired, so they do have to hit your bank account. Absolutely, because in Florida, we're what we call a wet state. So the day that you sign all the papers and, and, and give all the money to us, we disperse right at that time, and that's why we need to have collected funds. In other states, such as California, they're called a dry state. So everything is signed, notarized, then it's sent to the county to record, and after that's recorded and they bring down the title, then they disperse. So there's like a gap of a period of time. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so everything kind of happens instantaneous. And like you said, that there are those safeguards that are put around your accounts that that are monitored by the title insurance companies, the actual company, not the title, the, the underwriters, the underwriters uh-huh. to make sure that those funds are not misappropriate or anything like that. And um, and, you know, no fun. What's kind of a fallacy to some people. It's like you think, well, you know, if you put your money down on a house that you can get it right away, or sometimes sellers think they can get that money right away, but nothing happens and you can't disperse any funds until the terms of the contract are completed. Is exactly. And everyone is in agreement. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, so it's not any early disbursements for anybody or anything like that. And it's not when you come into a case, which we do a lot of times, unfortunately, where something does go wrong, like say something went wrong in the inspection and so the deal is canceled or the people mm-hmm. couldn't get a loan, then, um, you know, determining who gets that escrow money is always um, has to be 100% agreed before any funds are dispersed. Absolutely, because we are just holding the money in trust. It's not the title company's position to make a determination that, yes, the buyer deserves this money because of the contract. That's all done through the courts or they just come to some sort of agreement. Because if there's a stalemate, the money just sits in my account until it gets resolved. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's where you really have the confidence in the title companies in doing that and in Equitable that you know that um, what they're going to do is that that your funds are protected, that they're not going to be given to somebody by mistake or anything like that. You know, everything is going to be agreed to or court ordered, like you said. And most of the time, it's not court-ordered. Most of the time, everybody does come to an agreement. Eventually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> when the emotions calm down, then they kind of become more reasonable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all have those moments where we're like, no, I want to do this. But, you know, when you do really look at it as a business decision, when it comes down to it, then it, it right. becomes much more clear. Mm-hmm. 
So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA 1025, the news talk station in Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Frontgate Realty, where your home is sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. This is the Central Florida Real Estate Radio Show with you every Sunday at 8 o'clock. And joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And we're talking about various um, title things that go on and everything. And, um, you know, we've we've talked a little bit about the title agent. And we've also talked about um, one of the things that I want to spend a, a lot of time on is is probably the unique things that happen when one side of the contract has a fi- foreign buyer or seller. Oh, okay. Now that's then you get into the at the time of closing. If it's a foreign seller, then we have to do something that's it's an IRS code. It's called the Foreign Investment Real Property Tax Act, which uh, protects the buyer in that situation from being responsible for any sort of capital gains that the seller may owe. Yeah, and that and that's really important that that happens. And um, you know, if it doesn't happen correctly, then from my understanding, what happens is that that goes to the buyer that they had, like you said, the buyer would have to pay the capital gains of the seller, you know, in the future. So it's really important that it's called FERPTA, you know, for short, the right. initials or whatever. But that that's all done, and that's not something that you guys do personally. But you have resources like we had talked about earlier that you that you use for that. Right. Normally, what we recognize first that that's the case that it is a non-U.S. citizen that is not living in the United States, and then they would be responsible. For, they have to hold back ten percent of their sale price, not the proceeds. It's ten percent of the of the gross sales price until IRS determines whether or not there's capital gains due. Because if the buyer purchases that property and that's not done, IRS can put a lien on that house because there's no way for them to go after a seller that's in another country to get their money. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, all of those things are really important. And, and you know, that's just one example of a little thing that happens. And in Central Florida, we do have a lot of that FERPTA um, Act being ha- handled, especially in Osceola County, you know, maybe more than some of the others just because of, um, you know, the nature of the beast, that there are all, you know, that from every country, every state, absolutely, everybody um, buys here. And so when you're doing that, you just have to be educated. So if you would like to get a hold of myself or Sandy, you can call or text 321-210-2692, and we'll talk to you after the break. listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Hey everybody, welcome back. Remember the free report we're offering today is called the 13 extra costs to be aware of before buying a home. And to get your free report, you can go to 800-281-5303 extension 1008. Again, 800-281-5303 extension 1008. 
Um, call anytime, 24 hours a day. And joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title. And what we were talking about is um, the foreign buyer or seller, what happens with them when they're purchasing a home. So one of the things that we do when we first realize that it's going to be subject to the FERPTA is get a, a, an accountant involved because they have to file the necessary documents or paperwork to IRS. Mm-hmm. And then they'll make sure all of that's done correctly because I'm specialized in certain areas. But then, like we mentioned in one of our previous segments, it's always good to have a resources. So we have several accountants that we use in the area that are uh, familiar with FERPTA filings. And they do a great job and take a lot of burden off of us. Well, and, you know, I have had sellers before that were um, required to have this FERPTA regulations. And when you do have the right accountant, which was someone that you guys had recommended, um, they were able to get everything cleared up pretty quickly because you can actually start this process before it closes, you know, to get everything going. And and so the IR, you know, so... It, it they get 90% of their money right then and there, but then it's like that last 10% that's waited until it gets done. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, I think it was only a couple of weeks after closing, you know, which was pretty quick for them to be able to get that last 10%. Yes. Normally we we give them a 45 to 60 day range just to be safe. And depending Absolutely. on the, the time of year when Iris may be busier than others. Yeah. Um, now there are exceptions to that policy, um, if your sales price is less than 300000 and the buyer plans to live in the house, 50% of the time in the first two years, you would not have to hold that 10%. Everyone signs a certification at the time of closing and says this is, we, we met that exception to the rule, mm-hmm. and then we would not have to hold it. Okay. And in some cases, like earlier in the last four or five years when we were doing the short sales, where a seller may have purchased his property for $400,000, now can only sell it for a hundred got a loan on it, and he's not getting proceeds. Several accountants have what's called an emergency where they can get it done within two weeks. Okay. So while the new buyer's getting their loan, we'll get that determination. So at the time of closing, there is no 10%. Mm-hmm. That has to be held because we already have the statement from IRS that says there is no money due. Because in this case, they would have taken a loss. Right. So there's ways around it. The important thing is if when you're working with a title company or an attorney, tell them all the information that you know, and then we can kind of guide it that way. Because as you know, and as you have seen, I'm sure, over the years, that is a very emotional time for buyers and sellers, especially if it's their homestead and not like investment property. So one of the things I try to tell the ladies that work with me and is to, it's our job to stay calm, to let them know that this is the normal way of doing business. And if there's a problem, don't point fingers, just figure out a solution to the problem. Yeah, and that obviously comes back to customer service again. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so that that is really important. And and when you're a buyer, that might be a foreign buyer coming in there. I mean, a lot of people ask me, they say we as a foreign, you know, investor into, you know, Florida property, is there anything special that they have to do? And really there isn't, you know, at that point in time. They're just um, like any other American citizen that would be buying a piece of property in Florida. Absolutely, yep, absolutely. Yep. And so it only comes into play when you're actually going to be selling it, and yeah. um, and that's just to make sure that, um, you know, they pay their fair share of taxes just like all the rest just of Just like them. everybody <laughs> else, exactly. That's right. So so it, it actually is a protection of the buyer that it doesn't come back to haunt them later. Correct. And to make sure that, um, you know, Uncle Sam gets their fair share and that everything is done by the book. Right. So, so um 
you know, because as a seller, if you do sell and you have a gain, then you do have capital gains, but that comes in the form of a 1099 that is done, correct, that's done just like... Yeah, they know, do, they have to do their tax returns and file with the federal government, just like anybody else that owns real estate in, in the United States. And so it also... Um, the actual law, the way it reads in the IRS, says, it says that it's the buyer's responsibility to hold the 10%. Mm-hmm. But what we do as a title company is assist them and make sure that it's taken care of. Because it's not yeah. really our responsibility, but we assist them in doing it by getting an account and getting that taken care of. That's why they're able to put a lien on the property, because the way that it was written is because it says it's the buyer's responsibility. Yeah, and so that's really important, and especially, like I said, in Central Florida, because there is a lot of foreign national investment that has been done here, um, you know, from multiple countries, you know. Everybody wants to come to Orlando, Florida. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly right. And so if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA 1025, the news talk station in Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Frontgate Realty, where your home is sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. This is the Central Florida Real Estate Radio Show with you every Sunday at 8 o'clock. Joining me today is Sandy Thompson of Equitable Title of Celebration. And um, we're talking about various things that have to do with title. And one of the things that um, we just recently ran into was um, when somebody um, had bought the property with a, a, by tax certificates or something. Tax deeds, right, when the... Uh, the county is when they have taxes that are delinquent, investors can go in and pay those taxes, and then they'll have an interest in the property. And after so many years, then there's a tax deed given. Well, those tax deeds are not marketable title yet. In other words, if someone bought the tax deed from that individual, it's not marketable because the people that lost the property still have rights under the law to recover that. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a time frame. So if you are trying to sell this, in the first four years, you have to do something called a quiet title suit that notifies all the parties involved that had ownership interest that their property was in fact sold, that they had back taxes. Because a lot of people, uh, especially if they're, if they're older or if they no longer live in Florida, they may forget about this piece of land they used to own or if something happened to them unforeseen you know, and they're no longer living, their heirs may not have known about it. Right. So they have to track all that down and notify them under the law. Yeah, which is good, you know. So I mean, it 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 it's kind of a good law from the government standpoint because they're collecting the taxes that right were delinquent that are out there, and it's an opportunity for the investors. Mm-hmm. But the the owner is also protected, so right? They from, still have a time frame where they can get it back. <laughs> absolutely. So it gives everybody, you know, that and that's what it comes to in real estate that everything is fair. Exactly. You know, and, and that's what the title companies really do is that they make sure that everything's fair. They're, they don't have an allegiance to the buyer. They don't have an allegiance to the seller. They have an allegiance to make sure that everything goes as it should go. And that's what's really important. Right. right. We don't represent anyone. And we always work with attorneys because frequently a buyer or seller may have an attorney that wants to review the documents. So we'll forward the things to them ahead of time. We'll get them the information they need. So they'll check and gives the peace of mind to the client. Um, uh, in other states, you have to close with some attorneys. So some people moving down from up north are used to having an attorney present. So we recommend attorneys if they makes them feel more comfortable. Because yeah. in Florida, you can close with a title company and you do, do not have to have an attorney. Right, right. But but we welcome attorneys to be there at any point in Absolutely. time. You know, because 
again, it all comes down to the comfortability of the client of right. what they feel comfortable about and what makes sense for them. And, you know, it's like it's since it is such a big purchase, that's the last thing that you want to do is to feel like there was some kind of a um, you don't feel comfortable about your purchase or you just were or pressured into something or. Yeah, know. absolutely. Mm-hmm. No. And and that's part of the reason why the closings do take a long period of time, I believe, too, is because, you know, you don't you can't really have that buyer's remorse too much. It's not as easy to go out and sell a house as it is to. Right sell a piece of clothing or something exactly. like that. So right. it takes a little bit longer for all the pieces to come together. Yeah, and we like to make sure the customer understands what they're signing and and explains, you know, the details of the transaction, that they understand the numbers and that we've explained it to them correctly. Well, and that's a really important part of when you're sitting down at the closing table that all of those numbers are gone through. I mean, they, they obviously can be gone through in advance, and we do welcome that, and we try to do that with all of our clients. But then it's that one final time that they're going through everything at the closing table and all of that. But it has been my pleasure to have you here today. And well, if thank you'd you like, very much. If you'd like to get a hold of myself or Sandy, just call or text 321-210-2692 and we'll see you next week.